one. Oh, uh, we didn't add a title on the Facebook live. I can't believe I go live on Facebook. Like three people see it. What's the point? It's, uh, who even trusts Facebook nowadays? All right, everybody. We're definitely live on Rumble, though. Got to support Rumble. And we'll be up on YouTube. I mean, granted, it'll probably be taken down. Because, you know, on the show, we do nothing but tell the truth. And that makes it difficult for the mainstream platforms. So let's get going, baby. Oh, wait, I hear my own voice. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. I'm your host, Johnny K. I haven't seen you in a long time. It's been a while. I just want to say I miss you. Genuinely, I miss you. Obviously, there's been a lot of fucked up shit that's happened in this world. Excuse my language. But I had to take a little bit of a break. Some personal things. Some mental health awareness. You know what? We're just going to make every single month mental health awareness month. Okay? I know the elites want it, so we should do it. So I took a mental health. You should be able to take as much time as you want for your mental health. You want to take off four and a half years? Take off four and a half years. If you want to take off 17 years, take off 17 years. You want to take off two weeks? Take off two weeks. That's what we do here. We take care of our brain because we want to think logically. We want to use our critical thinking skills and we don't want to be slaves. Okay. And when you feel yourself getting in a mindset of being obedient and obeying, well, before you know, you'll be in a FEMA camp. You don't want to be in a FEMA camp. FEMA camp's not good. Okay. So here we go. A lot to get into. I want to start off though on a, I was going to say a light note. It's kind of a light note. Uh, it's one of his best rants. And, uh, if you know, if you watch the show, I tell you other creators and other people who tell the truth. So you don't have to just listen from me. You can go find other people that break truth and truthful news and tell and are honest and admit when they're wrong. And so I don't want you to just get this information from me. And one of those people that I endorse is Jimmy Dore, the host of the Jimmy Dore show. Now, where does he compare to the Jonathan Kogan show? Nobody compares to the Jonathan Kogan show, obviously. Are we biased? Absolutely not. Of course not. Uh, but Jimmy Dore is a truth teller and he is very, very good and he's very honest and uh, he has become what we would call on this podcast apolitical. He analyzes politics from an apolitical point of view, able to assess facts and not lead with emotion, but dissect the entire body of work and come to a conclusion that uses critical thinking, that uses facts and that is dispassionate when assessing the reality of the situation and he does it very very well so he was just on this podcast called the boys cast all right uh you might know ryan long he's one of the hosts he's a comedian funny youtube channel um and uh the first thing that you know oh i guess it oh and danny is the other host i'm sorry danny uh retweeted this it's got a lot of views on my twitter which is at kogz uh as you know uh my ex account formerly known as Twitter, is uh, one of the best places to stay up to date. I've been really low-key the past couple of weeks because it was Mental Health Awareness Week, week, you know, like week times two. All right, so I want to play this little rant. It's, a, it's, you know, it's a few minutes, but I sent out this video and people loved it. Why do they love it? Because it resonates, because the truth resonates, okay? The peasants know when they're being lied to. Now, three years ago, I thought that was the case. I was wrong. Two years ago, I thought that was the case. I was wrong. A year ago, I thought that was the case. Apparently, I was wrong. Now I think it really is the case. So here is a rant by Jimmy Dore on the boys cast episode number 197. You can go watch the whole thing. And just to give you, I, you know, I started in the middle and first of all, you know, they're telling the truth when right underneath the video, it says COVID-19, get the latest information from the CDC about COVID-19, which by the way, we are going to talk, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk quite a bit about, uh, you know, what the CDC is up to and what's coming back. If you know what I mean, it's like peaches and cream. All right, so Jimmy Dore there talking about the Maui fires and how sketchy the situation is. We're not going too deep into that. The one weird thing I will say, this is really wild, is that if you look at books on Amazon about the Maui fires, there's like six books that were published about the Maui fires literally the day after, listen, the day after the Maui fires went off and was, you know, huge news on national media. There were like six books published on Amazon about the Maui fires, how how they were like catastrophic, like books, like books take months to write at best. You can write a book maybe in a week. If you're like incredible, I don't know who that is, but maybe go look. It's amazing. Maui fires, like six books. It's just very sketchy. So they're talking about that situation. So that's where I'm going to put you right into that part of the conversation. 
And so Jimmy's saying they don't want you to question anything. And so they point out the most crazy thing that someone says about a situation and they focus on that, like, oh, space lasers or, you know, oh, something that is is not true that is so far out there. And then they put that as an umbrella for every other question that you ask. They don't want you asking questions because if you ask questions, then you're being dis- you're not being obedient and you're not doing your job. And your job is to be quiet, stay in line, shut your mouth and do as you're told. Jimmy breaks that right now. Here we go. Here's a few minute rant. Listen closely. It's a good way to start the show. It's honest. It's truthful. And it will resonate if you're apolitical and assessing reality as it is. Here we go. Take it away. What they want to do is they want to highlight people saying stuff like, uh, uh, you know, a laser weapon or some kind of. They want to do that because, oh, look. How, yeah, they want to discredit you. They want to discredit the kookiest take possible. Anybody who's asking questions is a crazy. And they're so that, that this. Uh, hey, those people who are calling other people crazy, don't, they just don't want you asking questions because it might hurt Joe Biden's reelection campaign. Sure. And that's what this is all about. So they want to make anybody who's asking questions is a crazy conspiracy. Conspiracy th- nut, but the people who are saying those people are crazy conspiracy nuts are the biggest conspiracy nuts in the world. There's no crazier conspiracy in my lifetime than Russiagate. Russiagate was a hoax from start to finish that was perpetrated by the DNC, the Clinton campaign, and the FBI and the CIA, and Barack Obama knew. It was a hoax. They all knew. The head of the FBI knew. And how do I know that? Because there's open testimony in court that said they knew that. The head of the FBI said he briefed Barack Obama. The head of the FBI said he knew that this was a hoax. That's how I know that. But never gets reported in the media because the media reported Russiagate as fact for seven straight years. The Durham report comes out. Nobody reads it. Nobody even knows what the Durham report is. Again, because it doesn't get reported on corporate television because the doesn't want you to know that Russiagate was all made up, because if you knew Russiagate was all made up, then you wouldn't want to be for the Ukraine war, because the Ukraine war is all based on Russiagate, which is why I was against Russiagate from the moment it started. And I told everybody at the Young Turks, Jenk Uger, and every other dumbass over there to stop repeating FBI, CIA talking points because you have Trump demagement syndrome, because what this is going to do is lead to censorship and a war. And that's exactly what it's led to. And none of those people are apologetic. They don't care that hundreds of thousands of people are being slaughtered in Ukraine and used as cannon fodder in an economic war from NATO and the West against uh, Russia and China. And we are crushing. We did the, you know, don't you feel like an asshole if you got an electric car, got rid of your gas stove, and then they do, they blow up the Nord Stream pipeline. Those same people telling you to get an electric car and get rid of your gas stove are the people who blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, the biggest ecological disaster in history. They did it on purpose because what the NATO and the West has always feared was Germany and Russia coming together. They feared Russia's manpower and Russia's uh, natural resources coming together with Germany's capital and their engineering. And that's why we blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. And that's why we're tanking. We're doing it to, to Europe. And they and I don't understand why Europe puts up with it, but it's just maybe if you look at a map of where all the NATO bases are, that'll tell you why U.S. is the hegemon. But we're losing that right now because what Joe Biden and the neocons are doing right now is way worse than anything that Trump ever did. And they're doing exactly what they said Trump was going to do. He's alienating our friends. He's creating, meaning Joe Biden and his neocon administration is, is they're creating now economic alliances to thwart the United States. Uh, right. We have BRICS, right, which is Russia, China, South Africa, India. Uh, Brazil and and places in Africa are coming together and they're going to oppose us now economically. Guess what? Saudi Arabia started selling oil in other denominations besides the U.S. dollar. That is catastrophic for the United States economy. All this stuff they're doing. And they said Donald Trump was going to be the impetus to do this and wreck our economy and get the world to turn against us. It's exactly the opposite. Donald Trump was the one who wanted to take our troops out of the Middle East, which is why they Russiagated him in the first place. And because he said was a deep state and he ran on stopping our Middle East wars. He wouldn't bomb uh, Syria. He wouldn't bomb you. He wouldn't send arms and stuff to Ukraine. That's why they impeached him. So that's what this is all about. This is a military industrial complex. In Col- The same people own the military industrial complex, own Joe Biden, own your corporate media, which is why the American people are the most propagandized people in the world and they have no idea. The dip- 
United States being a citizen being propagandized and someone in the former Soviet Union yeah, or, like or someone or in China is they know they're being propagandized. People oh, right. in America literally think Sean Hannity and Rachel Maddow and Anderson Cooper are telling them the truth. Anderson Cooper gets $12 million a year. $10 million of that comes from Big Pharma. You think that guy ever told you the truth about anything? He's a former CIA man, Anderson Cooper. But literally, people think when they turn to open the New Cooper York Times. The CIA? He, yes, he was. What did he do? So I don't know what he did. He's in the CIA. <laughs> yeah. But I, sure not, off. <laughs> yeah. So uh, probably uh, Operation Mockingbird. I don't know something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's I mean, not over, by the way. Operation Mock. So the, the 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 news media they used to have to infiltrate with CIA people. Now they take they bring the head of the CIA right on their news show and ask him questions like he's a reliable source. Sure. What you're supposed to do <laughs> yeah, is yeah. bring someone on to tell you what lies the CIA guy just told. But that's not what they do anymore they bring the CIA guy like, like he's on a press because tour. of Trump yeah because of Trump and th these are all good people and Trump's the bad person and so they have to make Trump out to be a 30 foot tall Hitler in order for you to vote for a guy who's an enemy of the people who, who promised to veto health care in the middle of a pandemic and just crushed a workers union and the railroad strike that's real fascism and that's what the Democrats are all pushing. Got at every asshole in Hollywood is for it. They don't think for themselves and they shame you if you try to think for yourself. You saw that bit I had about people don't do your own research. Yeah, you know, yeah. before COVID, doing your own research just meant reading. And that's how <laughs> fucking stupid asshole comedians are in Hollywood that they're literally shaming people for trying to get informed. You're supposed to do the other thing. You're supposed to shame people for not getting informed and following fucking rules without questioning. That's the opposite of comedy. And every asshole who has a fucking podcast or a goddamn comedy special that I saw in the last three years said that shit, told people to not look into it, trust big pharma and trust government. It's the exact opposite of being a comedian. And if you're doing that, you're not a comedian. You're a fucking propagandist. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Wow. Jimmy's definitely cooking on that. What do you think about that? I thought that was good. I thought it was worth playing. I'm here to consolidate important messages from all across different spectrums of the media, different creators, people telling the truth over here, over there. You're busy. So I want to find the clips that matter most and put them right into your ear or perhaps on your screen. If you're watching this on like YouTube or Rumble, God bless you if you are or on X or on X. Um, Man, he's cooking on that one. That's incredible. That's amazing. That is so, it's amazing. I, I, I still can't believe that there's such a large swath of the population that is unable to tell that they're, they're willing to go along with anything like true fascism, true uh, corruption, like just slaughtering the peasants in the name of Donald Trump, orange bad. That's amazing to me. I don't care for the guy. Okay, we're apolitical. We do not care about anybody. But people are willing to sell the country and everything because of this one man who is orange and supposedly like six foot, I don't know, three and 215 pounds, which I saw was the same, uh, the same weight and height of like Joe Burrow. Probably not true, but it's just incredible. It's incredible. Donald, who would have thought that this one man, Donald Trump, who is ridiculous on all out he's just ridiculous i don't even know another word to say he's just like there's parts when that's funny there's parts he's just absurd who would have thought that that man could bring down the greatest country and system and government the world has ever seen they have they have thrown this this regime the government and people in power have gone so crazy and so mad if you're listening in the uk you'd probably say bloody mad if if so bloody mad that this guy became president and wasn't supposed to. It was supposed to be Hillary Clinton. That they are willing to sell out everything. Our freedoms for censorship, freedom of speech, gone. Bill of Rights, gone. Like Constitution, screw it. It's not a big deal. Just because of this guy, Trump? We're going to give away everything because of Trump? Are you serious? And if something goes wrong, it's Trump's fault, Trump's fault. I'm not, listen, probably a lot's his fault, but not everything. It's like crazy. You stub your toe, Trump. You burp. Damn it, Trump. Sometimes when I take a shit and it's painful, I'm like, damn it, Trump. Asshole. I mean, this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. And because they're willing to do anything to get rid of Trump and make sure he's definitely never in power again, that's for sure, is that they are cooking up 
the same shtick they ran right before the last election. This whole, some people call it a pandemic. We tell the truth in this podcast. It's a pandemic. okay? It's a pandemic. Listen to Dr. David Martin. Listen to previous episodes of the Jonathan Cogan Show. We show proof. There is proof. There is literally patents. There's documentation that shows from decades ago this was planned. And people are refusing to read, acknowledge, and just, listen, it sucks. I understand. It's a crazy thing to comprehend that there is an elite group of people that would absolutely assault humanity like this, that don't care about the peasants at all. I know. It's hard for me to believe. But once you see it and just accept it for what it, just take away emotions. Just like, let's evaluate. Pretend this is just like, you need to make a determination objectively. You know, either way, it doesn't matter. Just what's the truth? And assess all the facts, look at all the pens, all the documentation, watch Pandemic 2, watch all this stuff, and you will realize it's an assault on humanity to shift into a new political system. Now, is that political? It's some sort of tyranny, whatever your neo feudal system, one world government, what do you want to call it? I don't care what you call it, okay? That I'm not going to get into. Just know that it is a plan by the elites for you to be in a pod and eat bugs to some degree. And to shut your mouth and to not have free speech and all this stuff. I mean, look at Ireland. I share, I mean, how many episodes ago did I share that they are literally giving away freedom of speech? It's gone. The EU, gone. Well, those are in effect now. It's over. If you're in Europe listening to this, you probably won't get the Jonathan Cogan show in a year. But you know what we'll do? We're going to stream, we're going to get you that RSS feed, and you're going to be plugged into the truth no matter what, because we're willing to die on this hill for the peasants. And you know that, okay? We ain't going to stop no matter who's against us, okay? One microphone, the internet, however you describe that. Imagine describing the internet to someone in like the 1400s. Oh, by the way, I'm just going to like, you can just talk and like everybody hears you no matter what country they're in or no matter what. So a lot of stuff's in jeopardy right now. And they're cooking up the same shtick, okay? We have an election season. Now all these charges are coming out. The sketchiest thing with these charges is January 6th people were charged. We're not talking about the validity of the charges. Listen, they were charged two years ago, all these people. But Trump's didn't come till just now when there's literally an election next year. What the fuck? That is David Friedberg of the All In Podcast, who is skeptical of all this, who is hardcore lefty, okay? Questions this. I even post on my Twitter. He's like, I'm skeptical that they're charging him now. Why did they do it two years ago? They are interfering in the election. Why? Because the peasants can't be trusted to vote. There's been articles in uh, the New York Times lately and another publication I can't remember that says Americans vote too much. You know, why voting is bad for democracy. They are turning the world upside down. And the longer we go along with it, instead of putting our foot down and stop complying, it's just going to keep going and going and going and going until you're in your pod and you're in, you'll probably be, the truth is, the reality is probably going to be you're going to be like in a probably 500 square foot apartment, which isn't bad. You know, you'll be able to leave if the climate deems to be okay by Joe Biden or whoever's running the country at that point. I just think we should call a climate emergency. Decide as a country that Joe Biden should be dictator for life until he wants to give away, you know, that responsibility to someone else. He's getting old, so he, should, he could give that to either Hunter or Clinton or someone else who's trustworthy like that, who cares about the people. And we get rid of elections, get rid of Congress, get rid of all that. It's old news. The 1776, it's just not like that anymore. We need to take the Yuval Noah Harari route. We need to hack the humans, okay? We need to hack them. And we need to hack them to make them think what we want them to think and then therefore do what we want them to do. That's where this is going. I have evidence. We have hundreds, literally, it's amazing to say that. We have hundreds of podcasts on this. Now, I don't mean to rant too much, but it's important. That's why you got to share the show. Okay, that's all we ask on this podcast. Sure, if you want to donate, patreon.com forward slash ownership economy. We only got a couple donations, but it helps. Anything helps, right? But the truth is, it's share the show. It's organic. It's grassroots. It's bottom up. You know how Biden says he's building the economy, bottom up, middle out, right? And then everybody's getting poor and no one can afford anything. And literally, you're seeing videos go on TikTok of people saying, oh my God, I make like $40 an hour. I can't afford food for my family. And then Biden's on TV saying, the economy is strong. It's strong as hell. I'm not worried about the U.S. economy. I'm worried about the world. That's what he said. It's amazing. And people are willing to sell their integrity and soul to back this guy. And what's going on right now in the name of Trump being so bad. That's how you know who's a shill, who's dishonest, who's 
I don't know what else to call it, but a sleeping sheep, I guess. He was unable to tell. Listen, we don't support Republicans. We don't support Trump. But we support facts and we support truth. Okay? And therefore, it can be uncomfortable sometimes. Okay? It is what it is. Okay. Speaking about truth. Okay? We want to acknowledge truth and Trump, right? There's going to be times where Trump says things. I wasn't planning on doing this, but I'm going to pull up right now as we speak. There's gonna, if you're just all in, hate Trump so bad, like he's always wrong and you play that, if Trump do, does this, then you know we have to do the opposite sort of crowd, which got us to this point, as opposed to saying, listen, let's just, let's just uh, assess every individual situation as is. And if he's right this time, okay. If he's wrong this time, okay. We don't care who says the very thing. We just care if it's right or wrong. And so this was a great clip. By Matt Orphelia, who does very good clips, very good clips on X, which is Twitter, which his name is at zero RF. Okay. Does very, very good compilations. I suggest you follow. I usually retweet it so you can just follow at Cokes if you want. And he put this compilation together of called the COVID lie that started it all. It's got 1.7 million views right now and it's four minutes and it just shows that what we were told what Trump was lying about in this situation, he was telling the truth, but because people can't get it through their brains that he might be right. Sometimes then you're lost. If you judge thing based on emotions of how you think about somebody else and can't grasp that objective reality just is what it is. And you should just assess the facts that they are. You're in deep shit for a long time. You are in deep shit. Like that's just real talk. I don't know what else to say. Here's the video, four minutes, eight seconds. The COVID lie that started it all. It's important to listen to this. It's a compilation. It's a bunch of news. Just listen to this. This is how it all, this is just so funny. And it speaks a lot to what we're talking about right now at this moment in time. So take a listen. Here we go. Matt Orphelia. The new warning from the World Health Organization, the death rate from the coronavirus is rising. 3.4% is higher. Twice as deadly as previous estimates. 3.4% the state of emergency. emergency. Well, I think the 3.4% is really a false number. Based on a lot of conversations with a lot of people that do this, I think the number is way under 1%. So to fact check, the World Health Organization says the coronavirus death rate is 3 President Trump lies that the World Health Organization is wrong. The number is 3.4%. 3.4% is what it's being reported around the world. Making it deadlier so much death. The death rate. The percentage is 3.4%. A hunch from the president can change that. Trump lied about the most recent World Health Organization estimate that the global death rate of coronavirus is 3.4%. 3 the 3.4% death rate was wrong, and WHO data later updated it to a fraction of 1%. Let's go back into history. That the death rate is lower than 1%. Way under 1%. Way under 1%. Will someone put a mozzarella stick in this stupid hole? Trump lied to viewers about the mortality rate. Way under 1%. False information. He's spreading disinformation. Misinformation and dangerous. Disinformation. If you're president of the United States, you have the world's greatest scientists at your disposal. You listen to them. Leading scientists, including Dr. Fauci, wrote in the New England Journal of Medicine that the death rate could be considerably less than 1% way under one percent why are you going on national television and contradicting experts based on a hunch his fake hunch with some fake math the president somehow thinks it could be lower than one percent based on nothing based on a lot of conversations with a lot of people that do this outright lies contradicting health officials on fatality rates it's not a time for donald trump to be calling into cable shows it's a time for the cdc what is cdc's best estimate of the fatality rate it's somewhere between half a percent and one percent a fraction of one percent the president is spreading false information. Information, discarding what the health professionals are saying. Outright bogus information. Science is not based on hunches. A hunch yeah. about what he thinks is going on. Instead of trusting information from doctors and scientists. He has a hunch. Hunch, hunch. A hunch. It's not a time for Donald Trump's hunches. It's a time for science. It's a time for doctors. Welcome, Dr. Jay Bhattacharya. Uh, my hypothesis, my hunch, was it less deadly than the World Health Organization was saying. 3.4%. There's no way that was true. Really? A false number. This is why I ran the study in April of 2020. And what did you discover? The infection fatality rate was 
2%. Way under 1%. Trump continues to contradict and downplay all things coronavirus. The president appearing to contradict medical experts on the mortality rate of the virus. Personally, I would say the number is way under 1%. Later on CNN. Our estimates are probably pretty inflated. Very high because the easy cases, they don't report to doctors or the hospital in many cases. So initially WHO released uh, estimates of 3.4%. Really a false number. The true infection fatality rate is likely to be far, far less. Way under 1%. It could be in the range of a seasonal influenza. A fraction of 1%. This is just my hunch. He is spreading misinformation and disinformation. You can even call it information. An outbreak of sketchy information coming from the president. He's using a hunch instead of listening to the global authority on public health. A hunch. There's a lot to be concerned about. His hunch. A hunch. Hunches. Just my hunch. His hunch. His hunch. My hunch. Based on a lot of conversations with a lot of people. That's not what you want for the American people. A hunch. Uh, I think, uh, in retrospect, those quotes are going to look even more damning. Sometimes you have to laugh to keep from crying. The pandemic. That's amazing. That is incredible. You, do you see how the propaganda machine works? Are you starting to figure it out? How they choose certain words like this, in this case, hunch, which is unreliable. You know, subconsciously it becomes, you know, it's not data driven. It's a guess. And they repeat that over and over and over and over again to discredit it. Right? Hunch, 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 hunch. And then you just hear it in passing because people have, don't have enough time to decipher truth from fiction. And then boom. It takes off and people think that the death rate is 3.4%, which obviously it wasn't. Kids were never at risk at all, but you got to get the jab. You got to get the jab. It's just unbelievable what has happened. And what are they doing? They're cooking up the same shtick. Okay. You probably have heard this because I, again, I took a little break. And so I didn't, I would have reported this the same day, but I was unable to. So this actually, the source of this, what I'm about to say is InfoWars, Alex Jones, and almost all of alternative media has covered this. I haven't seen that before. I haven't seen them cover an Alex Jones InfoWars report like this, like everybody, okay? And this isn't about what you, again, it's not the person or the source. It's the quality of the information if it's accurate. And so if you haven't seen it, should I play the clip for you? I think I should. I'm going to play you the clip, and this is where all of this has gone viral, okay? It started on X, and I've, saw, I've seen it picked up everywhere, where he's saying that the lockdowns, the mass mandates, all this stuff is coming back. Yes. Alex Jones says he ha that he knows someone on the inside of, I believe, TSA. I'll play for you. And this clip that I'm about to play is how this is the source of what everyone has used to tell you that the mandates are coming back to keep everybody has covered this now. Schellenberger, Joe, Ro everybody. OK, it's gone everywhere. Obviously not the mainstream. But ever since he said this, the, the days following his reporting, there's an uptick in mainstream media reporting of COVID cases, COVID cases surging, schools reinstating mask mandates, and Biden, yes, your president, Joe Biden, saying that there's a new booster coming that will help against this variant and that everybody will probably have to take it or, or should take it, is what he said. He said that. That's from his mouth. And then also David Martin, Dr. David Martin, who's been right on everything because he has all the data and proof, uh, said, uh, he said, not only is this happening, but it's planned. This variant is planned and he has the, the patents and the data showing this variant was planned before they hyped it up in the media. Again, the quote from Peter Daszak, who blocked me on X, who is involved in this pandemic, who really created the, 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 the Fern Cleavage site that showed that it was, you know, made in a lab. Uh, he's the one that said, we need to use the media to hype it up and then investors will follow. That's a famous quote that, I, that I've played. I have it on my Twitter. It came from David Martin. They have said what they are planning, okay? And another red flag is Moderna. So Moderna is behind. Moderna has one commercial product, one commercial product, the COVID vaccine, okay? They are, their sales have dropped like 93% massively. However, they have just changed their forecast with Q4 showing a rocket shit rocket shit no rocket ship up in sales they're expecting in q4 they've revised their forecast to increase by billions of dollars and then saying in an article from i believe investors daily or investors.com that said uh this came from naomi wolf that's who i saw it from but it's from a mainstream article saying they're that they're working with the government and their contracts are you know moving along very well sort of thing and they expect you know big contracts to come in the next you know four to six months also, 
Dr. John Campbell on YouTube, right? Really good source. Talked about how the government has signed a deal with Moderna. That's a 10-year plan. And they're building massive facilities in the UK, in Australia, in Canada. Massive vaccine facilities. Massive. That are going to be done in, you know, 2024, 2025. Which 2025 is the same year that catastrophic contagion, the simulation by Bill Gates and your friends uh, at the World Economic Forum and all that stuff and the CIA expect a huge pandemic that's going for kids this time okay they already did a round table they already did a simulation so i'm sure it will go very very well um should i i want to play the video first because you may not have you know i don't know i don't know if you've heard it or not and so uh oh we got so much more to get into this is so exciting there's actually some really big stuff we haven't got into yet so uh this got 10 and a half million views uh since august 18th this is from uh melissa tate on uh, x Breaking, Alex Jones says TSA whistleblower has told him TSA employees were instructed on Tuesday, remember this is August 18th, that masks are coming back by October for travelers and full COVID restrictions lockdowns by December due to a new dangerous variant out of Canada. And since I don't know if you've heard this or not, it's a four minute clip. This is the source of what everyone has used. If you've heard people talking about all the stuff coming back, the threat of these measures coming back, it's from this clip right here. So I'll play it for you just in case you haven't heard it because I always want to give you the source. The purpose of the show is to give you firsthand source information and then I don't decide anything for you. No, 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 no. You decide for yourself. That's the purpose of everything that we do on the show is to give you all the data from the closest thing possible to the source if we can't get the source, but usually we can because we're in the information age and almost every bit of information is uh, accessible. And so if we can't get you, we get the closest thing and then we give you all the data, all sides, and then you decide what is true, what is not, because you have God-given critical thinking skills that you can use. All right, here we go. Here's the clip that went viral. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a call yesterday. An individual was in town and they wanted to meet with me that I know well. And they are a high-level manager in the TSA. And I went and met with them and had a cup of coffee with them. And they said, you got to warn people. Tuesday, we got called in, managers, and told that by the middle of September, that the new policy is being written, that this is done. They were told this is happening. This is not hypothetical. You will all have to wear masks again. And so will airport employees. Then by the middle of October, they are going to say that everyone flying has to wear a mask. And in the meetings, people began to ask them, well, I mean, why is this happening? They said, well, because of the new variant in Canada and because of the WHO, they may you know, declare this, but regardless, We've been told this is going to happen. And they were told, we expect by December a return to the full COVID protocol of 2020-2021. And I was given many more details. I wrote down notes on it. Then I left. Called the first federal connection that I was thinking of. Didn't answer. Called the second. Answered. Told them what I've been told. And they said, what day was that? I said, Tuesday. They said, yep, we were told yesterday, this is, yesterday was Thursday, so it was Wednesday, expect COVID protocols to begin rolling out middle of September. And I said, what else were you told? Basically that they believe this new variant's super bad and that they're doing the testing and that they should just get ready for a whole new rollout of what happened before. And this was Border Patrol connected people I was talking to and testing at the border again in the whole shooting match. That's two federal agents 
that told me this yesterday. And then I went and looked at the news, and there they were saying Canada's looking at new restrictions again because of the variant, and so is the EU. And what did the Russians just put out three days ago? U.S. is plotting another pandemic. Russian head of the defense ministry warns. Now, new lockdowns will starve the third world. New lockdowns will destroy small businesses. New lockdowns will take the average person that's already $5,000 in the hole and their paycheck is, is, is just on time. We'll put them into full bankruptcy. And the children in the mask and the, the attempt to push a new shot for the new variant, and we're right back in the same hellhole we were in just a few years ago. And why is it perfect timing? Because you go into the election year, they had the last crisis go over two and a half years, they'll bare minimum run this through the next election, it's only 14, 15 months out, with mail-in ballots again, and we have all the eyewitnesses and testimony, that they'd get the mail-in ballots, and in some cases they were 99% for Joe Biden. Who believes that? U.S. Postal Service whistleblowers, USPS, poll-watching witnesses. I, I have it all here. We'll play it next hour. We do not have to sit here and take the same criminal U.N., global, WF, New World Order regimes, second rollout of lockdown and attempts at forced injections and travel restrictions and being told you're not essential. We don't have to lay down and die. And for the third world, but they'll lock them down again under IMF World Bank control. It is a literal death sentence. They estimate over 80 million people starved to death the last three and a half years because of the COVID restrictions. So that's the main, that's the source. Okay. Playing that for you so you can see the source. Now, what's interesting, and I said, a lot of reporting from the mainstream uh, came after he said this, which has gotten people's attention. They even talked about it with Dave Smith uh, was on Joe Rogan. They talked about this reporting. And I found this crazy that, yes, there's been a, an uptick in reporting of the surging of cases on the news, stuff like this. But also at the same time, this came on August 24th from The Guardian. Ready? Quote, lockdowns and face masks unequivocally cut spread of COVID report fines. Royal Society Review looks at non-pharmaceutical interventions when applied in packages of several measures. So they're putting out an article now that says lockdowns and face masks unequivocally cut, cut the spread of COVID report fines. That they're starting to validate the criminal behavior. That's that article was the biggest red flag i've seen i've seen the you know msnbc i've seen all the mainstream news saying can you get your you know your 15 flu shots and vaccines all in one even though it doesn't you know whatever that's not the point the point is that is incredible they're basically saying it unequivocally worked because maybe they're planning to do it again because everything prior to this point in time has been negative from Johns Hopkins, from everywhere, that lockdowns didn't work, that they were harmful, that face masks don't work, you know, from the gold standard, from the Cochrane Library of, of research, right? And people have been outspoken about it, but now the tides are shifting. It's been really crazy to see since Alex Jones came out with that, that the reporting has seemed to show that they are increasing the coverage on a new variant. They are saying that face masks should be used. And that there will be a new booster that helps with this new variant. And Moderna is saying that they expect an uptick in sales. And you got the TSA starting to say that they're going to implement new COVID measures. It's just very interesting to see what's going to happen. Now, I personally, my little tidbit, I do not think they have the chutzpah to do this again full force. I am taking this with a massive grain of salt. I would be shocked. That if by the end of the year, they have tried to implement lockdowns, mandatory face masks, mandatory injections, all that stuff. If that occurs, I will poop my pants on camera live on this podcast. There's just no way they're going to do that. There's no way. The chutzpah, you need to do that. Knowing how many people are awake now would be mind-blowing. It would blow my mind out of the park. So, like I said. If I need to put my pants on camera, I'm going to put my pants on camera. It is what it is. There's just no way. There's no way. I want to be wrong. I, I mean, I want to be 
right on this, right? I don't want this stuff to go through. There's just no way. What do you think? Let me know in the comments. I'm so curious. Do you think they have the balls to do this? You think that they're going to try and do this again, the elites? Love to hear from you in the comments. Please let me know. Rumble or at KOGZ. You can put it underneath the video I put on there. Tweet at me, whatever. Let me know what you think. I am so curious. Okay. Speaking about this uptick, there's been other reporting that validates this. And this is really good reporting from uh, Natalie Winters. Okay. Natalie Winters, a journalist. She has reported that there's government contracts going out for COVID uh, emergency contracts with surveillance firms expiring in 2025. She's reported quite a few of these, but here's examples. I got it up on the screen, but I'll read it to you if you're on audio. This is from the government website. It's from the Department of Health and Human Services. Recipient is Gold Belt Apex LLC uh, in Virginia, obviously. And it is awarding for patent award unique key. And what's it for? Uh, Program management office supporting initiatives that strengthen COVID-19 response and address emerging public health emergencies. And then with the statute, uh, what else we got here? Uh, Then you go to their website, coordination of response to public health emergencies, surveillance, development of of cross-cutting and specialized programs, design and implement of tools to help find biomedical solutions, information and data analysis and training programs. So, and she also reported that there's PPE contracts, this is where it is, that there's new PPE contracts that are going out that are massive for, uh, for, let's see, for COVID-19, for whatever this new thing is going to be. Should we share this instead? Let's share this one instead. So she wrote this, COVID-19, federal government is starting COVID-19 emergency contracts expiring in 2025. The Department of Health and Human Services has begun rolling out federal contracts for, quote, COVID-19 response, close quote with start dates scheduled in September, that's like a week away if that, and concluding in the year 2025. So what is between September of 2023 and January 1st, 2025? I don't mean to be like conspiratorial law, but the only thing in between then is a presidential election. That's insane. Could you imagine? Again, I don't think they have the chutz, but there's just no way. There's no way. There is no way. Let's read more of these details, though, so you just have the information. The unearthed contracts, which can be viewed on the federal government spending database, follow a separate war room exclusive detailing similar behavior from the Department of Defense and Department of Veteran Affairs. The Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, has inked a contract with Virginia-based Goldbet Apex, which is for surveillance. The contract is set to begin on September 17th, 2023, is reportedly for, quote, program management, office supporting initiatives that strengthen COVID-19 response and address emerging public health emergencies, according to a synopsis. The contract is currently worth $1.8 million, a little bit over, but could potentially be raised to four point, almost $4.2 million by its potential end date of March 16th, 2025. The under the contracts, a lot of the mainstream media, so, and then you see the hype. Uh, what the mainstream media is doing about this new booster, this new variant, the fear mongering, all this stuff, which Dr. David Martin has exposed. That is their plan to use to create a crisis, all manufactured. In fact, should I just play that clip for you? Because he was asked, this was recent. He was asked on uh, Man in America, uh, which is a good podcast, uh, something you should listen to. Very, very good interviews. Uh, he was asked about, should we be worried about this? Oh, I think this is it, actually. I want to play more on Rumble. I want to give Rumble more credit. So he asks him, should we worry about this? Here. I want to play. The, I wasn't, I, again, we do things on the fly here. We do whatever we need to do to get you the truth. So he was asked about this. Do we need to fear this new uh, variant, this new shtick that they're, you know, what is going on here? Should we be scared? And uh, honestly, uh, his answer is incredible and it details exactly what I was trying to say, but he does it better because he's much smarter and wiser and just is very good at explaining stuff. So take a listen to what he says in response to the question. Everything points to them, especially leading, heading into an election year, restarting this COVID engine, restarting the fear, the masks, the lockdowns. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? What are you seeing? 
Well, remember that this was behavior modification exercise in what we're going to call COVID 1.0. Um, if we go back and we look at anthrax 2.0, which was September of 2001, um, we see that we needed a couple rounds of, of the fear porn to get people to accept the PREP Act in 2005, which, which gave the legislative framework for the way in which the Biden administration is currently planning for lockdown 2.0. Um, this is a very old playbook. I mean, if if we go back and we look at how old the playbook, you know, we can certainly go back and see that these syphilis experiments were what we needed to get everybody addicted to penicillin. Um, we needed the HIV epidemic to get everybody addicted to um, AZT and and very costly medications. We needed to create hyper allergies, uh, food allergies. We needed to create all things with environmental toxins so that we could get people addicted to epinephrine pens, which then mysteriously became $40,000 a dose. I mean, it's amazing how this works. We, we, we have a pattern that goes back to 1904 when, when the Japanese figured out that Bacillus thuringiensis was a gut toxin uh, to vertebrates, to humans. And so, you know, not surprisingly, we decided to do what? Use Bacillus thuringiensis to modify all of our seed crops, BT cotton, BT corn, BT soybeans, every single thing you put in your mouth that's not, not GMO, you know, GMO-free certified, every single thing you put in your mouth that has corn syrup in it, that has your tofus and your, your, your soy milks and your soy sauces and every single thing you put in your mouth is actually containing inside of it a toxin that was known in 1904 to create gut problems. And lo and behold, we have irritable bowel syndrome, and we have dietary issues, and we have heartburn, and we have gut issues, and we have everything. And, and if we look at this, we, we got to remember where we are. This is behavior modification exercise. This is not about a pandemic. There is no health emergency. There is no health emergency to be declared the new variant, which we were supposed to be told is now 26% of the circulating population, the ARIS variant is actually not a variant. It was actually not only planned, but if you look at the clinical trials for the multivalent injection that's currently being developed by Moderna, BioNTech, and Novavax, what you'll see is that in all three of those, the alleged variant, which is the new variant of concern, was known about before the variant of concern even existed because it actually entered clinical trials before it was in the population. Um, the fact of the matter is, remember, and I've said this many times, there never was a COVID pandemic. There never was a SARS-CoV-2 novel virus. There was never any of those things. This was a behavior modification exercise to fulfill the objective of the financial interests that were being served. And let's remember that the quote, and I keep saying this quote because no one is still admitting that the criminals acknowledge their own crimes. Until a pandemic is at emergency threshold, the public doesn't understand the need for medical countermeasures such as a pan-coronavirus or pan-influence vaccine. We need the media to create the hype we need to use that hype to our advantage to get to the real issues. Investors will follow if they see profit at the end of the process. That's a quote from Peter Daszak. That's a quote that was made at the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, published in 2015. This is the admission of terrorism again. And what the Biden administration is engaging in is domestic terrorism 2.0. And the reason why is because the Biden administration could have never won an election in an open conversation. No one would have elected him as president. No one would have elected a Democratic ticket if people were not glued to their televisions under lockdowns. The administration of Trump that allowed for those things to happen was administered by who? Anthony Fauci and Alex Azar, treasonous individuals in chief whose sole purpose was to get people out of public conversation, out of the, the debates, out of the just random interactions that people have to talk about matters of state. 
get people addicted to the TV, get them in front of MSNBC, a criminal co-conspirator, NBC, a criminal co-conspirator, CNN, a criminal co-conspirator, in front of the propaganda machine, and lo and behold, you can actually overthrow a government, which is exactly what they want to do in round two. And it turns out that Democrats will win in a state-controlled faux election that has people masked, has people at polls standing six feet apart, and has the election process done on digital platforms, which will not and cannot be audited for any authentic performance. So guess what? It's the game plan. And remember, nobody's sick right now. People are actually dying from the effects of... So I'm going to stop it there because I wanted to play that beginning part, uh, that background of these manufactured crises that has happened for as long as we, you know, since 1904, right? And I believe a lot of that is grounded in data. Now, what his observation of the reason, you know, that's for Democrats to uh, have a faux election, all this stuff, obviously... That we can't say is a fact, I and mean, we're fact based on this podcast. So, uh, you know, whether you think that's the reason or not, I mean, is there a probability tied to that being the case? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, um, is it pause? Is he right when he says the Democrats could never win without these manufactured crises? I don't know if that's true. I have no idea. Right? Maybe people love this. Uh, I have no idea. But uh, the truth is, is that these events that have happened. Early in, the, early in the 20th century that show, you know, this, you know, crisis happened and then this treatment happened and that made a lot of money, you know, the AZT with the AIDS crisis, all this stuff. We know that this last pandemic was a pandemic, in fact, and, you know, uh, Pfizer itself made like a hundred billion, Moderna made a fortune and Moderna paid $400 million to the NIH for patents on the coronavirus vaccine. We know all this stuff. We've documented it. It's true. Okay. Now, you can only uh, you can only guess as to the reasons of why is it to overthrow the U.S. government? All this stuff. Listen, it looks like it for sure, but that is for you to make your own judgment on the situation. But what he said at the beginning was very interesting. And uh, should we be worried? No, it's a what do you say? It's a behavior modification experiment. I don't know what else to say, but that seems grounded in fact. Okay, that's true. Because we know there wasn't this 3.4% fatality rate. It was never in danger except for people like the average age of death was like over the average life expectancy age. Okay. If the life expectancy age was like 78, the average age of death was like 80. And everyone who died had like four comorbidities. They were obese. They were just disgusting swaths that were just waiting to tilt over because they were so unhealthy, eating Big Macs and, and Burger King chicken tenders, which used to be awesome back in the day. I haven't had that stuff in forever, but they're eating shit. They don't exercise. They hate the sun. So they hate vitamin D. And the last thing they do is get the correct nutrients to maximize your immune system. Instead, they were waiting for a little a little poke, a little poke by something. And that poke was Corona. Okay. And Corona poked these people and boom, they were dead. Okay. These are people that could have been poked by my pen, this pen right here. They could have been poked and they would have probably died in the coming years or months, whatever. Okay. The point is, is that it doesn't even matter if you think this was intentional or not the release, the lab, let's say you think it came from a, a penguin at the, whatever you call it, the wet market. You cannot argue with the fact that this whole situation was capitalized on, taken advantage of by a group of elites of special interests that all tried to maximize their own profits at the expense of the peasants. That cannot be debated. That is absolutely fact. Peasants suffered, and the poorer the peasant was across the world, the worse they had it. They starved to death. They, the lockdowns killed so many people. And the fact that they're even contemplating bringing it back shows that they don't care about you. You cannot blindly trust the elites. We need to come together and it's time to come together. Why? Because it's one love. Everybody, peasants, together. There's two teams, there's two parties, there's two anything, okay? Peasants and elites. I've said that so many times, I could, ugh, I could throw up, but people aren't understanding. And I'm hoping that one of these podcasts is going to tilt the momentum over the edge where the peasants all lock arms. Like maybe it could be like a movie 
Like one person just stands outside of the White House and I'll just stand there like this. And then someone puts their arm and hooks it in mine. And then before you know it, every peasant locks arms and we lap the whole world like 18 times. Well, however many people, right? And we show, uh-uh, this depopulation ain't going to happen. We're going to repopulate. And then everybody just has a gigantic orgy and babies start popping out nine, nine months later. Boop, 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 boy, girl, she, he, they, they, them, do whatever you want to call them. But these little humans, these creatures, they come out, boom, and then they get into the workforce and they economy takes off and then peasants live happily ever after and the elites have nothing except that place in Martha's Vineyard where they could stay they can have wars they could do whatever they want there god bless them whatever we don't mean no harm but stay out of the world of the peasants and that's everybody everywhere else except Martha's Vineyard does that sound about right are we on to something i think we're on to something i definitely think we're on to something okay um next thing that has to do with the same situation but this is important i can't play it because uh, it's in Russian, but this is interesting. So obviously Russia hates the United States. And so, you know, they got their own propaganda, but I find this interesting that a lot of people call this, covered this realist, realist fuck uh, with Andy Frisella. He covered the diagram of this. This is from Jackson Hinkle on X. Russia's highest ranking biological military official just went on TV, their mainstream TV, and accused the U.S. and Big Pharma of releasing biological weapons to rule the world. Um, that's incredible. That's incredible. So obviously they have interests that are everything against the U S but the fact that they're doing that shows something. Okay. That's crazy. That's a, that's a bold step there. So let's see if I play a clip of the growth of illnesses caused. Yeah. You don't want me to commentate all this, but he does. They even released a, uh, like a diagram that has like pictures of Fauci, like Pfizer. I think Bill Gates was on it. And they show this, like how everything's connected. Go look it up. Like diagram, like, uh, type in like Russia, um, Russia, uh, uh, what, let's say, let's just type in Russia, uh, biological, uh, warfare diagram it'll probably come up something like that crazy right that's pretty crazy i'm not gonna play it though but here's even more crazy and this is also in another language but this is nuts okay there's an account and it's also on youtube this this um this talk i'm gonna pull it up so we can go through it together this is crazy ready this is from wide awake media very good account speaking in 2009 Austrian investigative journalist Jane Burgermeister warned that the world about warned the world about the WHO's the WHO intention to usurp national sovereignty along with its plans for forced injections of a biological weapon disguised as a vaccine. Quote, what is technically a biological weapon is being sold to us as a prophylactic. And if we don't take it voluntarily, we are finally forced to take it. And she has this video here. And I kind of want to just go through and uh, it's unbelievable. This little clip, you can watch her whole video. It's legit. I'm just going to talk about it. So let's see if I can do my voiceover. Here we go. She goes, after this health crisis, a new political force will be installed. Here, I'll mute it. I'll just play. So she said a new political force will be installed. It will be the World Health Organization. Here, I'll even speed it up a bit. The one in charge of the or of of organizing the enforcement of these of these things, also the UN, the United Nations, and it will happen at the same time, more or less, in parallel in all countries, because all countries follow the same schedule for voluntary vaccinations. And after this period, every government estate will be joined. into a single new structure that will incorporate itself under the WHO and UN. Some politicians have already suggested that the WHO should be the natural global health authority. There are clear plans for the creation of a world government. And the pandemic seems to be the means to this goal, the same as this vaccine. Also, an instrument is to fulfill that old dream of a single world power. What I am stating here is that there is a secret biological war going on, an undeclared biological warfare against civilians is being waged because it is carried out by a small group against a larger majority of billions of people, carried out with cunning and deception. 
So what is technically a biological weapon is being sold to us as a prophylactic, and if we don't take it voluntarily, if we don't believe the hysteria of the media, we are finally forced to take it. That is unbelievable. you got to check that up. Jane Berger, Bergermeister, Austrian investigative uh, journalist, 2009. Absolutely insanity. Okay, well, I got to wrap this up, but that's a lot of info. Talk about coming back hard. We're coming back hard. And you know, we didn't even cover this. We didn't even cover this. I'm just going to pull it up on the screen because it's hilarious. We didn't even cover this. And if you're not able to see what I have on my screen on Rumble, subscribe to the Rumble channel. It's a picture of the Don, Donald J. Trump, his, his uh, mugshot, his mugshot, which he tweeted on X and it got like 250 million plus views. That's insane. Look at that mugshot, a, pro, a former president mugshot. Absolutely incredible. Unbelievable. We didn't even get into that. We dropped so many truth bombs on here. I'm sure it's hard to digest, but it is what it is. We got to do it for the people. It's time to come together. It's time to show love. And it's time to pull people together on the same team. I don't know how else to say it. Love one another. We got to do good things. And we can't let them pull this shit again. That's absurd. And if they do and people fall for it, then you know what? We deserve to be peasants forever. Not peasants. We deserve to be in a neo-feudal system where we have no rights and we live in a, 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 a coffin and we get fed bugs when they choose to feed us bugs. We deserve it. But you know what? If we can come together and we can spread love and we can bring humanity back stronger than ever, we can eliminate the elites, you know, maybe not, you know, physically, but like spiritually, mentally, politically, we can make them absolutely useless. Let them live on Mar Martha's Vineyard. Let them do what they want there. Wage war. You know, Putin can get a house. Obama can get a house. They can do drone strikes on each other. They can have a fun. Then they can, you know, have beer. They could do what they want. Like they play with children. They could put Epstein's Island up there. They can do whatever they want. God bless them. Okay. Just stay out of our way. It's our time to come together. That's it. The Jonathan Kogan Show. Please subscribe to the Rumble channel. Twitter, X, at KOGZ, podcast, wherever you get your podcast, The Jonathan Kogan Show. If you give it a five-star rating, I'd appreciate it. But obviously, you do you. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow, baby. We're back, bigger, better than ever. And it's all because of you. It's a movement, and we're starting it here. Peasants to the top. It's time. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.